Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, it's Alexander Vitkin, and I'm here with Demiana today. Uh, Demiana is a good friend of mine, an entrepreneur, and uh, he has some pretty cool stories, and he has some uh, recent business success that we're going to talk about. Uh, what happened, Damiano? What happened in your business? Uh, recently, um, it's been really good because ever since I um, joined the mastermind that uh, I'm part of, um, I've been able to really implement a lot of the techniques that I've learned from the members in there. And um, I was able to close my first uh, deal at over 20K um, in revenue um, ever, really. I, I don't think I've ever closed a deal that, that big. Um, and, and so, yeah, that it's been, yeah, it's been really great. And also a big learning curve for me, obviously, you know, closing a deal like that is not, um, it, it's a, it's a different kind of process than closing a deal. That's, um, like a smaller deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what happened recently. So it's been, it's been great. Interesting. And, uh, how much did you say you closed the deal for 20, 20 K, right? Yeah. 24,000. Yeah. 24,000. And, uh, the client, the client, how much did they pay up front? How much? Have uh, so we did a 25% in four different stages. So they pay 25% up front. Right, right. And what does your business do exactly? Well, more or less, what does your business do? Mm-hmm. So um, we build e-commerce websites for people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, I've been doing this for about 18 months now. So about a year and a half. Um, and we really started uh, because I'm very passionate about e-commerce. I love e-commerce and everything that has to do with it. Um, you know, as a, when I was younger, I was working in retail and I really thought it was a kind of a dead end job. And e-commerce was kind of what allowed me to kind of upgrade uh, my retail experience into something that can, that I can really make a business out of. Um, and so I really started off with wanting to offer everything, you know, as somebody that starts a new business, it doesn't, doesn't really know, uh, you know, where, where they should focus. So I was offering everything from, you know, building the website to creating a fulfillment, uh, process for people's warehouses for retailers, warehouses and things like that. Um, and you know, I managed to get, um, clients over the past, um, you know, 18 months and really took, um, um, a shift in the direction of our company where now we really focus a lot more in development um, and less on the uh, marketing. So it's, it's mostly like uh, web development uh, and e-commerce development in terms of, you know, processes that the customer can, can put to increase their conversions and um, or whatever their, their, their goal might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's it. And, and what sort of, what kind of stuff have you changed? So you've been in business for 18 months and I guess you've been a member of the Daily Business Hustle Mastermind for, for how long now? For one month. Oh, oh, only one month. Oh, right. That was only one month, 30 days. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. So, so what kind of things have been changing? Like, like what, what was it like before, for example? Sure. Um, so before, it was literally me putting all of my time in finding clients. I mean, um, there, I started off with one funnel, which was uh, Fiverr for me. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I really owned in on what, um, you know, something that Gary Vaynerchuk said early on in my, um, in my entrepreneurship journey that really stuck with me is to really double down and triple down on what's working. 
um, and screw the rest. So yeah. I was trying a little bit of everything, uh, trying to make this company work. And then um, after a while, I noticed that I, I was getting more and more clients through through Fiverr. So mm-hmm. I started really putting all of my energy in that in that funnel, um, and you know grew that funnel to make you know ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, I was also um, you know walking around uh, here in Toronto where I, where I live, connecting with other retailers who are struggling with their e-commerce um, mm-hmm. and leveraging the success stories that I had from Fiverr um, to connect with these customers and close, close some deals with them as well um, and, you know, inform some, some relationships and some ongoing relationships that could keep the company go, going and growing as well. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. And so basically, you know, the way that it was before, I feel like I was... Um, I was relying a lot on, on, on one funnel. And, and so, you know, as a business owner, you are always kind of scared because, you know, what if that goes away one day? It, it was always kind of in the back of my mind. So I was looking around for, um, you know, to connect with other entrepreneurs who are running, you know, a, a similar business model that I'm, that I'm running and seeing what kind of other funnels I could integrate into, into my process uh, and, you know, uh, how I can get other leads. And so DBH came uh, right at, at the right time for me because that's really where I was in, in, in the growth of my company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and relying on one funnel is kind of dangerous in business. Like, I know, mm-hmm. trust me, and <laughs> I had some experience with that. And then for, in terms of um, walking in, as you said, in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 of course, works. Like, you can walk into businesses and sell to them. It's a lot of freaking work, though, to, to get essentially a sales conversation because probably you need to come back because they don't have time right now sometimes. Yeah. And most of them didn't want to talk to you at all and send you away. So, so uh, I guess the, the ultimate solution is an inbound funnel and online. So, so you don't actually have to go there on location, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, <clears throat> I mean, early on in my entrepreneurship journey, it was actually a really good thing for me to, you know, just choose a, a major street in Toronto and just walk down and, and walk into every retailer because it really helped me with, you know, dealing with rejection, uh, handling objections, like, like things like this. I really got to learn by the conversations that I got in with people. So at the beginning, it made a lot of sense, but obviously as you scale, that's not a scalable model that you can, um, that, you, that I can just keep, keep doing because it takes so much time and so much, so much follow-up. Um, I was looking into maybe getting like an outside salesperson or something like that. Um, it's still in the back of my mind, but it's not, it's not kind of my priority at the moment. Okay. And so, so what has changed now? So you had one funnel, you had a second funnel of walking in, I, I guess mm-hmm. you can call it a funnel close enough. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, what has changed? Like, are you making more money? Are you, uh, are you getting leads more easily? Like what else has changed? Yeah, so definitely. So, you know, using the, um, the DBH technique, the, the one that I, I, I learned, uh, you know, after I joined the mastermind, now that I have set up um, another another funnel, it's literally you know it's been it's been great because everything in the mastermind is really made for me to succeed. So I, I spend a lot of time in that Facebook group just reading stuff like conversations that people have, and I've made some pretty good friends from from it as well. Um, but you know, one of the one of the, the the really major things was that you know every time I have um, an obstacle or something like that, it it I don't. I don't spend as much time, you know, trying to figure out how to get over it because I can connect with other people who can do that. So now 30 days of me working on this new funnel, I literally have sales calls every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, you know, customers that want to connect with me all the time. 
um, you know, happy to say that next Monday I'm actually connecting with a multi-million dollar company that mm. wants to work with us. Um, and so, uh, you know, that, that has been great. Now I'm running into new challenges as I scale and, and I know that I have kind of the, the support that I need. So yes, I am making more money. I'm getting more leads. Um, I'm, I'm working more just on, on the phone more often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's kind of something that's, uh, that's happening as well. But, um, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's the first time in my entrepreneurship journey where I, um, I, I guess there's always uncertainty in entrepreneurship, but this mm-hmm. is kind of like, it, it, it's kind of like a good safety net in a way, uh, I, mm-hmm. I, like a place where I can go and get support. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so in, in terms of, uh, revenue as well, like has anything changed in revenue? So before you said you were doing about 15,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's only been a month since I, since I joined. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, you know, Last month I made a couple of mistakes. So last month was actually the worst month yet this year. Uh, but you know, this month I, I was able to to really own up to the mistakes I made last month and um, and really take a lot of the advice that I got from people in the mastermind um, mm. and um, and literally start closing deals. And, and you know, I I got to the point where you know I'm leveraging everything that I've learned over the past 18 months and the knowledge from the mastermind itself um, to to really close more deals. So so far. What day is it today? Like the seventeenth or something like that. So we're like middle of of the month 18th. of October. Yeah. yeah. So mid middle of the month of October, and I've already made um, what I usually make in an entire month. Um, so you know, if it's only been a month, so I, I don't want I don't want to say that that's like the, the trend, but it it looks like uh, I've doubled my revenue pretty much. Huh. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, not not double, right? But it's twenty. Well, not doubled, but like we'll see, we'll see how it goes for for the rest of the month. But you know, mid month, I made what I usually make in a whole month, which yeah, in a month and a half, I think, like because it's twenty four now, and in, in, in uh, so far this month's twenty four k. You said, yeah, usually yeah. it's fifteen k, right? So it's it's yeah, uh, it's yeah. I I mean, I, you could reach you could reach double. I think you could reach double. We'll we'll see what happens. But we'll, yeah. And, and this, this new client, so before, how much were you closing clients for approximately? Uh, I mean, I was on Fiverr, right? Mostly on Fiverr. So the ones that were on Fiverr were literally maybe a thousand dollars. And that was rare. Like it, it was a thousand dollars and less. Um, I had a couple of clients outside of Fiverr, like the ones that I, uh, I met by walking into the retail store. Those ones I, uh, I did have a couple that were paying. Um, you know, three thousand dollars a month, five thousand dollars a month um, for you know two, three months or, or something like that, depending on what they needed. Um, but yeah, it was always kind of a struggle to uh, to find higher paying customers. Okay, and um, what what is what is the difference? So you had clients paying between a thousand and mm-hmm. up to nine thousand in their life, you know, the life cycle of the client. Uh, this yeah. is a marketing service, I assume, right? Because it was recurring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, what is it, what what is the difference so far? So the the client, for example, that pays twenty four thousand dollars, is yeah. that, that a different type of person? Like, are they better to deal with? Are they easier to deal with? Are they harder to deal with? Are they more demanding? Like, what's the deal with them? Yeah, I guess I got really lucky on that one because the client was really looking for a company that has worked in his industry before, and we had. Um, so we had our biggest success story that that we had was was actually in that industry. Um, so I was able to re- re- really leverage that as well. Um, and so, you know, through um, the mastermind and like learning pretty much where these types of clients hang out and how to reach out to them and how to sell to them is really what uh, what enabled me to kind of close 
um, a deal that big. Um, you know, going from Fiverr, where people are used to paying, you know, five dollars a gig, um, mm. or you know, like really pushing it when you're selling like a thousand dollar gig of Fiverr, mm. um, to you know other um, other funnels where I'm able to connect with you know larger businesses, you know, that are looking for um, specific services that that mm. I can charge more for at, at, at this point and really leverage the experience that I have. Um, that that's kind of what changed, um, I guess. And now, you know, through those funnels, those are the types of clients that I'm getting into phone calls with every single day now. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm spending the day on the phone pretty much. Uh, and so my, my entire routine of how I work has changed where now, like before I was selling pretty much over text, uh, on, on Fiverr and, and just, Ooh. you know, exposing people. Uh, and now it's a lot faster to close larger deals because I do it on the phone. Um, I'm getting better at sales myself. So that's, that's also helping, um, in my personal life as well with everything, you know, like if you can sell, you can pretty much get everything, <laughs> like you can get away with murder really. Like it's, it's, Ooh. uh, um, it's been, it's been, it's been great in terms of professional development, um, you know, development of my company, but also personal development. Sure. Oh, so that, that's good. I like that. That's, that's good. That's pretty good progress. Um, in, in 30 days, I would say, uh, I, I think, I think. I think you're you're also going to do even better than this in the future. Um, I mean, we hope, but uh, it, it seems like that. Like it's pretty, it's quite evident in my personal opinion that it, that's going to happen. So maybe we should revisit this as well in the future. <laughs> this call, yeah. Yeah. six months or something. But um, but it's good. It's 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 already going well. I would say so. Good to hear. So the in terms of your back end. So let's say you're getting now clients that pay. Mm -hmm. Between fifteen to twenty-four, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, would would you um, would you think now, based on the data that you're seeing, that this is going to be a frequent occurrence? I think so. Um, yes, especially because of the meetings that I'm setting up right now and the, the caliber of companies that I'm setting up meetings with. Um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that um, a lot of the companies want to, especially these larger companies, want to meet up in person. Mm. Um, and so, <clears throat> obviously, not the ideal thing to do, but for larger companies, like I'm, I'm, I decided to make that that exception. Um, and so now we're at a point where you know I can't meet people in my house, uh, right? So like I'm going to, you know, I'm looking for an office, uh, and then you know really want to bring you know a couple of my people to to work on these larger projects just because they they need us to be in the same place now, mm. um, especially with development and design and these types of things. I you know I. Uh, it's a lot easier for me to manage my developer and my web designer if they if they are in the same place. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot that's changing, and obviously, you know, getting an office will make it a lot easier for customers to come in um, and actually physically talk to us. That the relationship with them is easier, mm. so that we can form a, a longer term, lasting, sustainable business. Mm. And that that's good. And you expect these clients to keep buying from you that mean that means you expect them to keep buying right or or what does it mean yeah yeah pretty much um so usually especially with web development there is you know in, in e-commerce uh people will go through different phases they want to make different changes to their website um and so you know it it really puts us in a good position when we build the when we design and build the website for the client um and then we are their go-to um agency to mm -hmm. to come to um, and so, you know, even with this past client that I closed with 24K, um, I, there were a lot of things that I had to do uh, that were my, for the first time and that, and that I learned from talking to other entrepreneurs in the space. Um, like, for example, 
um, you know, putting together a professional proposal with all of the hours of work and all of that. And at the end of that proposal, also offering uh, a, you know, an extra 40 hours for maintenance and troubleshooting. Hmm. Um, so that it ensures that the customer stays with us. Um, you know, they, they pay right off the bat. So they are comfortable knowing that they can call us at any time and that they have that 40 hours ready uh, hmm. for us to work their store um, in case anything goes wrong in case they need any changes made um, or anything like that and so that makes it so that the customer is is a, is a, a long-term customer and uh, uh, and over time they'll, they'll like from what I've noticed these types of customers tend to come for um, different services as well and so if that's you know if we, if we as a company want to branch into those specific types of services then that's definitely a good testing ground for us mm, that's awesome and would you say it's significant, like, is it harder to deliver the new type of projects now than the old projects? Is it more time? Is it less time? Is it more efficient? Is it less efficient? What would you, what was, what's happening with that right now? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I haven't, <laughs> I hasn't been that long since <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, but I, from what I do see, it is definitely more time. Obviously it is more project management. Um, and because, we care about these clients a lot more because they are larger. Um, we want to make sure to be hitting their deadlines all the time. So one of the things that I'm, uh, that I'm noticing is that, um, you know, if I keep closing clients like this, it's going to take a lot of my time managing these projects. Um, so, you know, looking for a project manager will be my next step after mm -hmm. getting the offer, for example. So, um, you know, and then I guess that that's the other thing that the mastermind helped me with a lot in terms of like mentality, you know, working on my business rather than in my business. It's mm. always kind of a fine line. Um, and I've noticed also that a lot of the clients that I work with, um, you know, they're running businesses as well, uh, even though, you know, they're e-commerce and they're consumer facing. Um, a lot of them have the same issues, right? Like their the CEO is going to be talking to customers and working in the business. And so by them seeing how we work and by having these conversations about how we can, um, you know, how we run our business, it's also helping them figure out that, yeah, they should be working on their business and not in their business mm -hmm. and they need to be delegating. And so it's, it's having kind of this ripple effect where, you know, I'm, I'm benefiting from the mastermind. My clients are benefiting from the mastermind. We're having a better relationship going um, and everybody's kind of growing together. That, that's awesome. That, that really sounds like, the beginning of a very successful long-term business that you'll actually like, uh, in my opinion. So, hmm. And Thanks. Have, you, have you been in, um, have you been in other masterminds? So, or, or courses or anything like, like have you studied anywhere or what have you done in the past in, in, in that sense? Uh, like you mean my background? Like in, in general or? Oh, or, well like, like masterminds, like, I mean, yeah. not naming names, um, of course, but but like, what kind of have you been in masterminds, like online courses or anything? Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've tried joining a couple of masterminds here in Toronto um, mm -hmm. early on, uh, just just to connect with our entrepreneurs, and um, it the the experience just wasn't it just wasn't there. It just wasn't serious enough. So I was looking for something that was uh, that was more serious, um, where people were really working. Uh, at this um and so yeah i guess I, I have tried you know a couple of a couple of them but they weren't very professional um, mm -hmm. and so they kind of fizzles out fizzled out over over time 
Um, and then in terms of online courses, I mean, I take online courses all the time. Um, mm. It's part of my, my professional development. Usually I, I give myself, I mean, I'm still at the stage where I'm working 14 to 18 hours a day. I, would, I honestly wouldn't change that because I love it. Like at this stage in my growth, I, I love working. So that, that's fine. And like a good two to three hours of that is literally just taking online courses, just getting better, just learning more about my service and e-commerce and everything that I can offer. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not as technical as some of the people that are in my company. Um, but, you know, having that knowledge really helps me, you know, manage the projects, uh, also sell uh, what I need to sell. And so, uh, yeah, in terms of online courses, it's something that I've always done that I always do. Okay. And uh, is, was there any problem that you've noticed with uh, masterminds, online courses or, or anything like that? Have you noticed problems with them? Um, lack of support, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, that would be that would be a big a big one, um, especially with some some online courses have a lot of fluff in them as well. It's like it's just you just want to get to the actionable items, and so like going through six hours of online courses to you know to walk away with like two or three actionable actionable items is it's just annoying, right? And mm. um, and so now I'm I'm really I'm really selective on the types of courses that I take um, and to, to make sure that there are actionable items that I can use now uh, from from what I've learned. Um, and yeah, a lot of a lot of the courses that I that I took early on um, weren't like that. They weren't very professional. Um, a lot of them you can tell they were you know overpriced for what they were for the value that they were offering. Um, and and yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, um, so I, I guess we have a good idea where you're going. I guess we have a good idea what you've learned, um, some valuable lessons this. If you want to talk to me personally, if I have questions about how to grow your business, uh, how to get better clients, how to scale better, just, just hit me up. I'm available. Um, so, yeah, and Damiano, thank you very much for sharing. Lots of value here. I'll see you in the mastermind. See you on the calls. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.